Isn't it about time dads and men had a podcast for us? Somewhere we could go to relieve some stress, help the time pass, and have a chuckle or two? A place for us. This is Word Brings Word. If you're looking for a show with general trending topics and concerns by men and dads, you've found your home. Funny, Funny. Opinionated. opinionated, real and raw. Real and raw. This is Word Brings Word, and this is your host, Bruce Jackson. Welcome back to another edition of Word Brings Word. This is Bruce. This is Gene. We got Terry Two Bricks on the phone. And we got our boy BD on the phone also. You may know him as Diesel. If you're out here somewhere, you're about to get hemmed up by Big Swole Security Guard. That's Diesel right there, okay? So anybody got any word today? You got any word, Gene? Man, you know, sometimes word bring word. Oh, Two Bricks, you got anything? How you living over there, brother? I'm living good. Okay. Thank God. Real good, good. So we know D will be back with us in a second. So I figured today something good to be tough for we can talk about that's gonna hit home for everybody, especially during these holiday seasons. Right. Let's talk about health in general, especially weight loss and how it pertains to weight loss. Right. So let's take it back to when we were younger, what we thought we knew, you know, what first of all, the habits that were instilled in us as we were younger, you know. Like did, did was was carbs and fats and sugars and things like that discussed in y'all's household or not? Um, things you might have learned along the way. If you got too big or if you big or overweight now, when do you think it happened? When's the last time you remember being small? Let's just attack all that from all angles, right? And because we may be able to just help someone out there today who think they know but they really don't know. But they still gotta eat Christmas dinner. Well, this might help them. <laughs> this might help them before Christmas come in. Right, right, right. All right. So, what, what you about? To, you about to say something, Terry? Well, uh, he made a comment. We still got to eat Christmas dinner. This doesn't stop you from eating Christmas dinner. You just have to, I think, think the way we, uh, the things that we eat at Christmas dinner, and it's got to be a mindset for the whole entire family. Uh, right. If we are struggling with obesity, so uh, that don't stop Christmas dinner. We want to live longer, right? Right. That's the goal. Well, and that's, and I feel like that's part of the key is like, hey, if you think about how long people used to live, all of that really is health. So, who y'all want to start? You want to start off, Gene? I mean, take us back to when you were little, Gene. First off, do you remember eating the same thing back then that kids are eating nowadays, or how is that different? Let's all just go around talking about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's totally different. Uh, I think poverty is different. Like what people consider poor is different, like compared to back then, because I literally used to make the Kool-Aid and then pour it in the ice trays and put them in the freezer. Kids don't even know what ice trays are nowadays. But, you know, just like a <laughs> lollipop and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, just being serious. <laughs> Terry, you laughing, but yeah. I just thought about that. Like, you know what? There's kids out here who's like who would see an ice tray and be like, what is this? You don't, I mean, you don't really think about stuff like that until you mess around and see a kid looking like, what do we do with this? And then you realize, man, we had to make ice cubes. Yeah. At 
that's another machine that did. Well, see, technology and stuff take over so fast, you don't really realize something as simple as an ice cube is just being created by this machine so easily today. A kid got to just go. Matter of fact, if a kid was to go to like somebody's great grandparents' house who still had the old school joint, and they're like, oh, yeah, reach up there, crack the little ice tray to get a couple cubes out, they'd be looking confused, like, well, where's the ice at? Well, how do I, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. You know, that, that is funny. Uh, I have to say this real quick because I moved into this house when I first got here and the folks had a regular phone on the wall and I'm not lying. All my young people. What's that, Pops? <laughs> <laughs> Terry. Man. I laughed so hard, man. I said, that's what I used to use. It had to sit at the table to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, dude. And but anyway, until, until you got that long extension cord, you walk around. Oh yeah, that was that bad boy. Uh, or at least a little further, but I guess that is true. But let's, <laughs> let's get back on the topic. Well, no, I mean that's that's part of it, right? That's we're still talking about how things have changed over time. Um, like I think you know we I remember eating processed foods like little cereals, milk, stuff like that. But I think the stuff is like I, I remember it being a little more healthy. And I only say that from the standpoint of everything didn't have so much sweetness in it, just the actual cereal itself. I remember more of the stuff that had more of the bran flakes that might have had a little bit of extra stuff mixed in it. When nowadays, everything is sugar-based, even from the look. Now, what I didn't realize, I heard something the other day that was talking about basically marketing, advertising. It was talking about how all of the sweet stuff like that is on the low shelves at the stores because they're trying to put it there for it to be at the kid's eye level so that the kid could easily see that and be like, oh, mommy or daddy, I want this, where that healthier type stuff is up higher for us. And I was like, well, dang, that's kind of that's deep. I didn't really, you wouldn't realize how far they go to make it easy for you to think you want this or for the kid to see that and say, I want this. You know what I mean? Right. What about you, Terry? I mean. Do y'all feel like cereal's even as big? Now, as it used to be, I feel like cereal was way bigger back in the day. No, it was. I don't know. In my household, cereal is big. It okay. was. Well, your I mean, your household today is big, right there. At my household today, uh, yesterday, <laughs> I mean, back in the day. <laughs> but I mean, so it's big. I've heard times now, Terry. Pressure. I've heard times now where you're like, man, you know, we had some pancakes or some eggs and this and that. I think Gene's saying yeah. back in the day, he felt like he was always eating cereal for breakfast. I mean, you know, I think people going out more now, you got Chick-fil-A in the morning and stuff like that, where you're actually eating more out in the morning. And like I said, you're not as poor as you used to be. So if you are pulling up and at McDonald's and getting breakfast, it's still McDonald's. It's, you know what I mean? Back in the day, you couldn't even afford really. When you went to McDonald's like a weekend, it was a treat. What you think, Two Bricks? Uh, well, we did eat a variety of stuff for breakfast. We, we did because one, my mom was a was a cook, so well, things were nothing for her her to whip up. But she also taught us how to do all that. So, mm. uh, but it it was easier for my two brothers and myself to to eat cereal. Um, you know, even though she taught us how to make that stuff, that's uh, piece of cereal. So, so this is one thing that I can say for sure. And I'm not blaming my mom because I feel like her parents do their do their best. And when it's, when it comes to being a parent, you do what you know is the best or think to be the best for that time, for what you know and your experiences you've lived and stuff, you know, and what you learn. 
you don't really know until you, as you get older or you see a kid growing up a certain kind of way or whatever, then you might think, man, I, maybe I should have did this or maybe I should have changed that or whatever. So I'm just saying, I don't, I don't really ever recall my mom having conversations with me about the nutrition facts on the, the nutrition facts or tables in the back of foods or fats versus sugars, or we don't need to be eating so many carbs, you know, things of that nature. Now, did y'all ever have those conversations in your household when you were younger with parents? No, no, no. Okay. And that's no. why I'm hoping but maybe this discussion today, maybe someone to hear this and be like, you know what, let me just run this by my kids. Even if, even just for a little bit, just say, Hey, you need to think about this or let me tell you that or whatever, at least give them a little bit of information where they can be a little informed on their decisions. You know what I mean? Right. I, I'm going to tell you right now for me and my family, it, it probably didn't come up because our family didn't have, uh, we, we didn't have obesity in our family. We were all small, little skinny kids. Uh, parents were, 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 were small. My dad was, uh, was uh, not not heavy, but he was a good size. So I don't think that's I think that's why it never came up because it, it didn't run in our family for us to be worried about it. But you know, now in my adult age and in the last ten years, you know, I really need to start looking at this because this is, this is not healthy. Now, so but what you so you just pointed something out there. Our foods and the things we have that we can consume nowadays is a lot different than 20, 25 years ago. Everything has changed massively over the times. You know what I mean? So it would have been, a, it's a, it was a little easier back then, Terry, for y'all to eat whatever it was you're eating and you're working. You're probably, you probably were a little more naturally active back then than kids nowadays also. See, back then, you probably running around outside playing. I know when I was younger, I knew to get off the bus. I've been saying, I was staying at home by myself at 12, at 12 years old. I don't know about anybody else. 12 years old, I knew get off the bus. I had to walk up the street, up and down the street to get to my house, pull out my key. Boy, you go in the house by yourself. I remember like my mom just told me yesterday, you go in the house by yourself. You don't let nobody else in there. You know, the first thing to do is you do your homework before you're allowed to go play because she worked evenings. Right. Do your homework before you go outside to play and she cooked me something left it on the, on the stove and was like, and don't you eat all that food up. But I still would eat a big majority of it. And that's how I got here today. To be this big, <laughs> but I still was active. See, kids nowadays, the the equivalent of that today would be bus stop drop you off in front of your house. You go in and you might do some homework or whatever, but you really get on the computer or the PlayStation or something. Right. And if not that, then you're gonna be sitting there on your phone. The phone. You know what I mean? But there's no more community. I knew Marcus lived over there. I knew I knew that I had a friend live over here. Scott was next door. I knew all the friends around the block. So even if I was bored, I could say, hey, Marcus, you want to come over? Let's go outside and act like Ninja Turtles and play. Roll down the yard and be up there. Oh, Scott, you want to play basketball? Okay, yeah, let me finish this math and then we can go play basketball. Right. That activity isn't there. So that activity that Terry had back then helped a lot, especially as a young kid. But when you take away the activity, plus you're acting, adding in way more chemicals in the foods, way more processed foods, higher concentration of sugar, and high fructose corn syrup and all the different ways that sugar can be manipulated to still be put into foods without it just saying sugar. Boom. There we go. Who got something to say about that? I mean, it's so true. Well, I, I hate seeing it say now 
with made with real sugar like what was it made with before like what was the main ingredient before that like like you said we got to a point where artificial flavors are taking over everything uh i feel like back in the day we wasn't there yet or probably would have been there if we would have had some of the technologies and the knowledge that we have now so i mean i feel like it was coming but you know i'm also at a point where now like you said this could help somebody in their family because I feel like my mama knew better, just like I know better. So I'm making changes in the house, but I don't feel like I've sat down and really, you know, chopped it up with my son. Like, hey, this is what calories are. This is, you know, I haven't done that. But I've took stuff out the house. Like, I've stopped buying certain things, uh, you know, because I feel like right now we all have kids, but we'll still give them some processed stuff, knowing that it's (coughs) eventually going to kill them slowly but surely. You know, uh, McDonald's may not be good for you because of X, Y, Z with this processed stuff in there. And we still might stop there. Not every day, but you're still doing some of the things like, you know, you're still having sugars in the house. You're still buying, you know, processed food. So it's like, you know, even with the knowledge we have, it's about really taking that step. So two things, two things, what you just said. For one, why do you feel like your mom knew better when these exact same problems wasn't here when she was growing up? Or when you were little, the exact same problems we face today wasn't there then. Two, mm-hmm. when you brought up the fact that you hate stuff says made with real sugar, that's all advertising and marketing. And that's that's being put on certain packages now because they realize the fake sugars have been such a big controversy. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So back then when we were younger, stuff didn't say made with real sugar because that wasn't a thing. But then here come the age of aspartame splenda all these different sugars or different sweeteners to use you know what i mean right but how many packages say that when did they convert is what i'm saying like they converted when they needed to for sales oh right, shoot right and i'm saying but to the public when did it on the public when did they say okay we're taking real sugar out so when it says now made with real sugar it's a shock factor for most people because like again what was it made with before yes if you do your research then you know it might have been splenda but well, see, most people don't know enough to research. They just they just live life. Word, like, word, word. What up, D? They, they just live okay. life. And it's like when all the chemicals started happening and they started introducing all the sugars and everybody started getting fat and cancers and stuff like that. The cancer area brought the cancer era brought around people talking about, wait a minute, what's going on? We have too much um chemicals, the aspartame, the this or that, you know. Right. Even if it all ain't true, it's just everything that's out there being talked about. So me and you over here at company ABC got to say, man, you know what? We got to change our package and our delivery for people to keep buying this. So now this, we're going to still keep our sugar content up. So the food still is as bad as it was. But now let's just use regular sugar versus all the chemicals. And we can put a big packet, a big sign on the front corner of this package that says made with real sugar. So now when Terry goes to the store, he sees that. And he don't think about the fact he shouldn't be having the sugar anyway. He just thinks about the fact, well, like, well at least it's the natural sugar because this other documentary or something I saw said at least your body knows how to handle that sugar. Right. Yeah, this is better. Or let's get the Coke because it says made with cane sugar. Right. That's better than a Coke with aspartame or something. So, uh, Terry, you was about to say something a second ago. Yeah, it, 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 I lost it. Okay. So, D, we talking about these sugars and, the uh, you know, the artificial sugars, things like that. What we went through when okay. we was younger. I know you was. I know you was eating that cereal. You was raised on that cereal. You was younger, right? You think your parents? You think your parents knew better? You think they only knew what they knew based off of how they grew up and stuff, or what? What do you think they knew in terms of the uh, cereal and processed foods and stuff that you probably were eating or had in your household when you were little? 
Well, you know what? It, what's crazy is I, I grew up a little different. I grew up in a, a household where uh, health and nutrition was uh, was number one. Was this, mm. but uh, my dad was a vegan man, so he had me on the wrong diet for my body. Me and my me and my, stuff, my sister, and uh, we ended up becoming obese. You know, I'm carbohydrates and stuff like that. Eating bowls of cereal, but everything was low fat back then. You know, what I'm saying it was a low fat craze. Oh, if it's low fat, you good. You know, saturated fats kill. So it was just all wrong, man. You know, the science is coming out now that, you know, low-fat diets are killing people. You, you see what I'm saying? So it's uh, it's crazy, man. So let's so let's let's discuss that low-fat, right? Let's talk right. about the different fads that the industry's taking us through. Cause I've I've right. I've remembered low-fat, then I remember being like, oh, sugar's the problem. You know what I mean? So it seems like these things change and then they kind of flip flop. And now I've seen documentaries on Netflix, you know what I mean? I'm not the researcher, so I can't tell you everything's for sure, but I've seen where they're like, well, this company was really pushing this and how it looks like the money. If you follow the money trail, you know what I mean? Right. So stuff that don't make sense, follow the money because we live in a capitalistic society. So it's really about the money. So if I'm company ABC and I really push milk and stuff like that, right? I'm going to be like, hey, y'all, we can't be looking at the fat now because milk's got a lot of this fat protein. We got to push this. Let's point at something else. You know what I mean? Let's point at the carbs, the sugars. Right. And I remember, you know, you used to see the, y'all remember seeing the commercials about all the cheese and they show the cheese pouring over the broccoli. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Showing like, yeah, the fat ain't bad. Look at this. Get your craft cheese today or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. You see that stuff, and I don't think people really realize how much it programs us more than we really realize it. Yeah, I mean, the big push on pork, right? Like, you notice, like, you can't even have a breakfast, lunch, or dinner without that included nowadays at most restaurants. It's there. Mm. Pork. Now it's a big push now on chicken, you know. So chicken's almost everywhere. You can't mm. have a meal without chicken. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna have D break I'm gonna have D break it down for us in a second. You know, D been studying hard in it. But I'm I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna see y'all chip y'all chip in where you can on this and tell me what you think. So I was reading the book one day. I know D put me on to a guy back in the day named Paul Check. He's like a holistic guy, you know, he real thorough. And one thing that he said was like he I think he had a video, he took his shirt off, swole, pap, 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 pap. And he's like, if your doctor can't do this to look like this, why would you listen to him? And I remember thinking, oh, shit, that's real. That's real. <laughs> like, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if I saw a doctor that was overweight and sagging skin and all the stuff like that, like, man, this is what you got to do to be healthy. People listen, people give so much credit to those acronyms or that's on the back of the names and the titles that they don't really look at you and be like, well, wait a minute. Why am I listening to this guy? Okay. All right. Maybe a better analogy for y'all is Don King hair is all up looking crazy but if you went right. to a barber that looked like that you wouldn't let that man cut your hair you'd be like nah dog i'm straight i mean i feel like people kind of do that all the time though you know what i mean like they look a certain way but because they don't have time to do their own hair like you know women doing their hairdressers and stuff sometimes be out of whack you know men, men you, too. do you go to anybody in your life that you that you accept that well i cut my own hair and stuff so i can't like speak for myself that I would, but yeah, I have, like I've went to or listened to somebody that didn't have the credentials, you know, they're not the mechanic, but I know they work on cars, but they don't have any title, anything behind them to say, 
but I didn't know they were. That's before. but that's the reverse. I'm talking about people that got the people that got the credentials or say they do say they do that, but they don't have the look to fit. Like like they like they actually believe and do what it is they're telling you to do. <laughs> like, like a bodybuilder that's like not built at all. Would you go to somebody dead skinny to be like, man, I could tell you how to pull on this muscle, man? I'm telling you, I'm for sure. <laughs> would you, uh, Terry? Uh, I mean, D, would y'all really would believe that? Would y'all mess with that with that personal trainer? Um, I'm not really sure. I don't really have to have a personal trainer that, per se, looks like a bodybuilder. I mean, if you, because maybe you don't have the structure for that, uh, but if you know what you're talking about and it impresses me, then I, I'll use you. But I don't really have to have a person that looks like he's got uh, 300 pounds of muscle on him. And, looks like he works out. I don't, that is, I don't need that. But Okay. Well, does he have to look like what it is you're wanting to get to and what it is he says he can do for you? Would you go... Okay, no. Terry. Okay, let me say it to you like this. Let me say it to you like this. Would you go to a fat, obese guy that's in LA Fitness and says, I can be your personal trainer? Would you take that? No, you can't be my trainer because you need training. Right. Guy that's and, but see, to build muscle. and that's what I'm trying to say here because you know, there's gray area if you look at a person that's slimmer to say, okay, maybe he ain't got all the big swollenest muscles. But depending on what your goal is, see, if you're wanting to be a bodybuilder to put, to put on a lot of mass and a lot of swollenness and cut up, right. you ain't going to, I don't, you know, it may be a little harder for you to trust a slim dude, but definitely to trust a fat dude. You're like, nah, bro. Nah. What do you think, D? Uh, I'm not going to nobody who don't look like what they talk about. <laughs> right so I, like, I ain't listening <laughs> for like for instance i got a doctor that i go see one of my doctors and he come in after smoking a cigarette but yeah so uh and automatically i'm just like golly mentally <laughs> mentally that messes with me because i'm thinking this doctor is smoking cigarettes and then coming to me about health but i, I but i try to say but he's human everybody's human right, right. everybody has a vice right. people aren't perfect so like I like I don't like to really hear people say, oh, the pastor did da 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 da. I'm like, whoa, whoa, the pastor's the pastor's human. Even though in that for that title and for him being the leader, he should be trying to hold himself ab above most. He should understand he's got a bigger eye on him, but he's still human. He's not gonna be perfect. But anyway, I'm gonna sidetrack. You know what okay. Like oh yeah, hypocrite. Well, hypocrites exist. <laughs> hypocrites. Okay, so back to Paul Check. So I remember his in this book I was reading, one thing he said was, you know, they use they use these three things that for taste okay. when they're hitting on us. Salt, sugars, fats. Mm -hmm. And you know, you know, y'all ever y'all ever read some information or watch a video or learn mm -hmm. something, and it seemed like so much common sense. But when you read it, you be like, Oh wow, that's deep. Like you know, when you put it like that, say it like that. Right. So he, he pointed toward the sugar, salts, and fats and was like, this is how combos are created. You know, when you go to your when you go to a restaurant and you got your sandwich, you know, your burger sandwich, whatever for your fat, you got your fries and stuff, you know, that's your salts. And then you got your drink, you know, that's your sugars. You know what I mean? That's what's creating that pretty picture of that combo. And then you think about it wherever you go, when they have these combos up there, so, I mean, for fast food stuff especially. These combos have these. Even if you want to take it to like a, a sub sandwich somewhere, they're going to give you your, your sugars I and mean your salts or whatever for the side, and then you still got your drinks or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? 
Then he also pointed out the fact that all the stuff you see on TV that's advertised to us is the bad stuff, which is why it needs advertisement. Right. He was like, you don't see commercials saying Olive Garden, ooh, come get this salad. You know what I mean? Maybe if they're pushing the super salad deal or whatever, or they're ever in the pasta, they may have a salad in there. You're not going to just see Zaxby's. Come get this salad. It's good for you. Get it with the grilled chicken versus the fried chicken. You know what I'm saying? All right. Cut that portion down because you don't need that much. You don't need, you know what I'm saying? You don't see that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got the right. new chicken sandwiches at McDonald's, but why don't you opt for the grilled chicken sandwich? You know what I'm saying? They, right. They're they not really here to try to help us with these healthy decisions. They're here to make sales. Right. And when it comes to advertising marketing, they're trying to push whatever they can to. What y'all, what y'all thoughts? Y'all got any thoughts on any of that I just said? Before I'm, I'm going to have BD start teaching us now. What, what y'all got? <laughs> Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's it's pretty much like a, a game of, you know, I guess population control to a sense, you know, it's uh, like because what else would it be that they would put all this bad stuff in the food for the masses now, not like a certain group of people, but for the masses to eat. So then you think like, oh, well, they're killing us and they know they're killing us and this stuff is causing cancer and different stuff. And we're still consuming. I mean, you know, that's where I feel like, you know, you asked me earlier, why did I feel like, you know, my parents knew better? Because I feel like if they had more money, they would have made better choices. So I feel like you knew better. You just may have not had the money to make the right choices or even the the power, the mental power to make the right choices, because it's a struggle. I'm a kid and I'm yelling, hey, I want Pop-Tarts. Well, you know, Pop-Tarts got all this sugar and stuff in there. Ain't no real fruit in there. Nothing. You know this. You're still going to get it to me because I'm a kid. So you feel like you're doing the right thing, even though in the long run, you're creating cancer maybe for me. Uh, Teeth decay, death, you know, like, but we still go through the cycle. Like, we're all going to get off of here. People that's listening, they're still going to get off here and go do some of the same thing because it's programming. So we have to deprogram for one, but that's hard to do without actually doing a full cleanse or getting all the bad toxins, the salt, sugar, and fat up out of you. They need to eliminate that. Not necessarily eliminate that, but, you know, just some kind of cleanse. You know what I mean? Definitely some kind of cleanse to get the toxins out your body. What did you say, Terry? I said, so you said I shouldn't be eating this Pop-Tart now? (laughs) (laughs) What y'all got? A good example. You know, we talking about health, and there you go. What y'all got to say about it, y'all on the phone, Terry? Uh, BD. Well, yeah, just you know, just yeah, just the marketing stuff, or do you, or do you know the the, the marketing of the uh, combos and the sugars, fats, and salts and stuff like that? What you got? What you got to say? You You gotta come closer to the phone, man. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah we can hear you now. I said, <laughs> I said that's a part of living in a capitalist society. You know, you got people who are gonna profit on it, man. McDonald's and those places, they make tons of money, man. So it's up to you as an adult to make a decision. Right? <laughs> I was gonna say that. It's up to you. It ain't McDonald's fault. They ain't put that burger and put a gun to your head and eat it. Over a billion sold. Over a billion sold, man. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, you, you got, you know, you got, you know, companies who are going to say, hey, listen, we're going to sell our food. It's up to you to say no. <laughs> yeah. 
So, I mean, that's part of living in a free country. You got anything on it, two bricks? I agree with the B there. Um, it's it's up to you to, to say no. I mean, right. Because we're in the business of making money here. Um, you have to care about your health, you know. Um, and this might not be the place for you, uh, but somebody else will like it. So, yeah. I mean, just to play devil's advocate, you're you're saying it's up to you, but if they're actually brainwashing you, uh, coming up with tactics with colors and smells, things like that, to make you do the opposite of what you know, is it still you or is it them? Like, how how far is that control? Like, when we're talking about putting something at, at our eye level where we can just see the bad stuff and maybe putting the good stuff so high up that we'll never look up there and stuff like that. It's all part of my marketing scheme, brother. It's all part of my scheme. It's all part of marketing, man. I got to make money. Got to make money. You got to eat. So find out what you need to eat to make you happy, to make you healthy. And I, I think that's part of the problem, man. You know, we live in a country that don't give a dang. You know, they like, hey, we gonna make our bread, man. We don't know what's gonna happen to you. Like, cause you go to certain countries, you won't even have the option to do the, to get this stuff. Certain okay. countries outlaw it, you know. So when you look at our FDA and our nutrition labels and stuff like that, right, man, they there's so much that they will allow before they'll say, Oh yeah, that's too much. Mm-hmm. So even the stuff you're not yeah. they're not supposed to have in it, you know, it's okay. It's almost like it's almost like when they do like the food grade system going into a restaurant. They'll see some bad stuff, and someone. I mean, I've seen restaurants still open with a C, yeah. but how much does it take to see that C? Like, whoa, wait a minute, C. What does that mean? You know what I mean? Maybe some expired food, maybe this or maybe that. It just wasn't super duper bad. You know what I mean? So there's so much gray area, you know, before they say no, you can't do that, or no, you shouldn't have this or whatever. I mean, it's so hard to find the the good restaurants or the good places to get the good nutritional food. And that's like part of the monopoly, too, in my mind, because, you know, it's it's almost how we complain in our community. There's a liquor store in every corner where there's a McDonald's, too. And everywhere there's a McDonald's, probably within three blocks, there's a Burger King. BD ain't going to agree. It's not as as profitable. We got nutrition food all around us. We just don't know. Go ahead and preach, D. Go ahead and talk about it. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, that, I was I was going to segue to that. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so I feel like from the from a young age, we're set up to be set up to just grow up, get into this work system, work, 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 right? Society has everybody moving fast paced. So we really don't put the time and attention to focus on our diets and our cooking and eating stuff like we could, especially when they're like, Hey, there's fast food everywhere. So that's, that helps us to be like, you don't need to cook at home. Don't worry about that. We got food over here. Matter of fact, we got a dollar menu now. Matter of fact, we got the faux faux for the faux faux faux. You know what I mean? Right, $4. Right. We're going to give you all this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So especially as parents get more kids, now, we ain't going to bring up the fact that there may be moms without the dads and it's not the real nuclear family. It's just the single parents with one, two, three, four, five kids or whatever. And she's over there like, I got to work, work, work. I ain't got time to cook. You know what? I can go buy McDonald's, get everybody the little double cheeseburgers. Matter of fact, I can get six of those and give each kid one. And then I got one, too. And we'll split two fries, whatever. Like that becomes 
a staple to get that fast meal in them because, you know, they're thinking they still got to do homework. They still got to take showers, whatever, whatever, right? All that's part of that fast-paced meal. I mean, fast-paced life. But D going to break down to you how there's way, there's still better options out there that can be also cheaper, but we're told so much the good, healthy stuff is too afford. I mean, you can't afford it. And I really, well, I really not told that that's that's somewhat true, man. You can't walk in the store and and buy uh, healthy vegetables that are, are not uh, expensive compared to that, like that romaine lettuce versus uh, iceberg lettuce. But here's the okay, right. I'm glad you said that, Terry, because what that boils down to is where are you shopping? What is healthy to you? What do you know to be healthy? Because, see, you could say that, and you may be going in there looking at a bag of pre-washed romaine lettuce where you could go buy a head of romaine lettuce that might be a dollar a pound and it really be a dollar fifty. Now, are you going to really take the time to go home, cut it up, wash it yourself, dry it, or put it in the bag or something so it don't dry out fast so you can use it for a couple of days? And we're at a society where most people aren't going to do that. You know what I mean? But I feel like most people that say that, huh? I thought it was saying that it wasn't as healthy as the romaine lettuce. What is what, what's not you know, I, the I'm, iceberg? I'm lettuce. not sure. Iceberg romaine, I don't know which one it is, but you know, one of them are more healthier than the other. Romaine has a little more healthy. But yeah, but D, go ahead, awesome. go ahead and talk to us, D. What you think? What are you about to say? Uh, we break down what I feel like nutrition is and how people got it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Or that, or but you know, when about, people say. You know, you can't afford the healthy stuff. Well, we got to understand what nutrition is. And, and my, let me start off how, why, how I got started on this thing. I come from a background of growing up, you know, my dad was a kickboxer, champion, instructor, personal trainer. So i always been into fitness. What's crazy is it's bruising on my wall. And I've always been an obese person. And I always try to figure out why I train so hard and I can never lose the weight. But that's what started my journey. And it's been like 20 years of, of trying to figure out what's the best nutrition and what's real nutrition, right? So with that being said, I've come to a conclusion through a lot of research, and it's just recent. This research only came out the last three years. You got something called essential and non-essential, right? Essentials, essentials, which, the essentials, essentials and non-essentials. And non-essentials, okay? okay? So what I mean by this is what fuel does your body run on and what's optimal for human beings, right? So we all know what essential means, right? So fats and proteins are essential. And we can tell this by when we started with little babies growing up. They they, they grew up and your body grow on eat milk, which is made of what? Fat okay. and proteins, right? Mm-hmm. Fats, right? Nothing else. Fats and proteins. So that's what the human body is supposed to run on. Fats and proteins. Everything outside there is non-essential for your body. So we all know genetic outliers. You've got some people who can eat whatever they want to eat, and they're going to they gonna, they gonna get right. We all know that person. I got a person, got a brother, he can eat candy, popsicles, ice cream, and he can do five push-ups and be swollen cut. Yep. But for the majority of most people, they can't eat like that. And I was one of them. Does that make sense? Yep, that makes sense. That makes sense, okay. So when you find out what your body really needs, which is fats and protein, which basically is like just meat. Our ancestors, every indigenous tribe, you study what they mainly eat. 
is fats and proteins. That's what the human body needs to eat. And that's how you lose weight, you build muscles, you don't have heart disease, you get rid of diabetes. Now, we're in a society and market, they tell us to eat 70% of our diet come from carbohydrates, cereals, grains, wheat, bread, and that destroys your health and sugar, right? So that's what we got to study in the research. That's what I was and Bruce and going through it, how, how it changed me and his life, just eating that way, proper diet. Now, so oh, two bricks, you got anything you want to say? No. Okay, so I agree. I'm gonna say this. I like I like it when we can take stuff all the way back to say, look at the basics or the beginning. So for us humans, the beginning would be that baby, right? Right. Right. Now right. you really, if you really, really think about it, the baby in the most natural, truest form, when it's inside that body or right after birth, is is only on these fats and proteins. Now what you, what happens is. We will talk to an adult today that will say, well, I can't eat like that because my body does this, or I can't eat like that because my body does that. And we don't really realize all the changes that our body has really went through and all the new things that we've introduced, starting with, <clears throat> we can't say that v, the V word on YouTube, so I'll just say starting with the mandatory <laughs> shots that we have to get as babies. Right. And we get more shots before we can get into the school systems. And then we're just like, oh, the kid has asthma. Wow, who knew? Oh, the kid's got ADHD or ADD or whatever. He can't concentrate. She can't concentrate. We we talk about these things like they just naturally came up and we don't consider the other stuff that we put into play. You know what I mean? Like how healthy so you believe, this? are you saying that foods gave this baby ADHD? I didn't say foods. I hmm. said the shots. We can't say the oh, B word. Yeah. No, not, oh. no, the shots right so okay shots the, yeah whatever you want to call them yeah the shots you said the like shots that. gave them adhd caused I, them to have adhd <clears throat> that wasn't hereditary all throughout the family right right that oh, right that's that's oh. it's, it's, pro it's proven oh, here that we go. And it's, it's proven that things like that introduce these other things you can see how many kids are more than likely to have these when they don't get but I feel like a lot of stuff, a lot of people back in the day when we were younger really didn't hear about all this information. There wasn't this much research over time. It has been. So there's now there's way more people at home. Like I'm going to give my natural birth and I'm not going to do this, not going to do that. And, and they show like, hey, they're having these more natural babies without the problems. But what really I'm just talking about health. I'm just talking about food and our, and our regular human body, because if you bring it to the day where someone's an adult and they are working or this and this. Mm -hmm. They couldn't naturally just tell somebody, hey, you don't need carbs. You really just need meat. You know, you need your proteins and fats. What's the first thing most people is going to say is you need carbs for energy. Right. But we know, I mean, we'll, a lot of people don't know, but, you know, your body is going to either use one or two things for your fuel. Right. Right. And so if you're out of shape or you're eating bad or whatever, whatever, your body's looking for the sugar for fuel. Right. Right, and that's in the carb is the. I mean, that's basically carbs. You know what I mean? That you, when you see your your carbs number, your carbs number is coming from your sugars, fibers. You know things like that. So, or you hear if you I mean, and for people that don't understand that, you think about a long distance runner, someone that's doing something that's really high energetic. They'll be like, "Yeah, I'll eat pasta before I go out and run and stuff." 
You know what I mean? Because it's the difference of how your body's using that fuel. If you're putting it right into your blood system right then, right. or if you're putting it in there and it's like, oh, I got way too much. I'm not doing anything with it. And then my body just store it in the fat. You know what I mean? Versus right. if you take the time to get off of the sugars and the carbs, your body will convert to running on the uh, fats. fats. Yeah. Right. And then that's how you get to what D is saying to where you're like, you're eating only pro only meat or meat and vegetables. Now you've become what they call fat adapted. And for me, when I did it for D now, you know, I don't fell off. I don't fell off big time, but it's easy to get back now. Cause now I know now I remember what it felt like when I was only eating meat or only eating meat and vegetables. Right. You know what I mean? Now, how sustainable is it for some people? Can you do it long term? Whatever, whatever. You know, I mean, D will do it all week and have a cheat day or whatever. And that's enough for him mentally maybe to be like, you know, okay, I'm still cool. I can still stay on track. But for people that's never did that to feel that difference, you know what I mean? I mean, for some people, that's just going to go so much against the grain for what they really know to be true. It sounds like, what? Man, it's crazy. And I, you know, I come from a place of experience. I lost over 200 pounds, man. You can, you know, Bruce can attest to it, man. I got before and after pictures on my Facebook, man. You know, from going 200 pounds, never could achieve the physique I wanted. So now it's easy. I work at least about 10 minutes a day, train, you know, and eat the proper diet. Boop, I got abs coming in. I'm swole. People think I'm on steroids. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> All because of my diet. All because of my diet. All because of my diet. Now, I got a question. So was you uh, a heavy kid all your life or what? I was a heavy kid all my life. Oh. You know, I was a heavy kid my whole life. I, I got a question, too. So uh, we were talking earlier about kids being on uh, milk when they grow up. So then right. I started thinking, like, well, when did they become lactose? Lactose intolerant? Right. So you're asking why do kids why do kids become lactose intolerant? Yeah, I mean, how? I mean, if we're on milk and then... You just all of a sudden. There's bacteria. There's bacteria in milk that helps your body digest it. See, we in America they pasteurize milk, so they 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 heat it up real high and kill a lot of the bacteria. So we grew up on a lot of milk. The Maasai tribe of Africa is a tribe that a lot of people study, and they and they diet consists of milk, blood, and a lot of meat, and that's all they eat. They got very low heart disease and they live very long. So a lot of scientists are studying them how they get so strong, and one of the things they do is drink a lot of milk. Drink a lot of milk. See, we got to understand with the, with uh, the industrial cow's age. milk or what kind of milk? Uh, I think it's goat's milk. Uh, we got a lot of goat's milk. And Terry, that's what right. I was going to say. Over here, we got to realize the problems yep. that come with the first world country is all the machinery and factories and, and industrialism we have. So mm -hmm. when you think about something as simple as, yeah, but the kids drink milk. Is needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it. I ain't gotta say I ain't gotta say it's needed because there's third world countries out there that's still doing good. They just ain't doing good uh, to us because we're in this first world right. country. Right. So we could go over there. Okay. They got a nice big family living together. Everybody living. Everybody healthy. You know, me at sixty years old still get erections, no issues. But over <laughs> here in the first world country, we looking like, uh, what in the world? Da 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 da. But if you grew up over there and that's all you knew, you'd be like, yeah, we cool. Yeah. See, there's people in these other countries looking at us like, oh, my God, all the Americans fat. What's wrong with them? They don't, you know what oh, I mean? They yeah. think we tripping. They're oh, like, yeah. what's going on? That's why it's, it's all right. about perspective. But crazy. with this industrialization of machines and all the stuff like that, everything that we have is so, um, is so processed. Right. So something as simple as milk from a cow 
still goes through whatever kind of process, whatever, before it even gets to the store, putting in the bottle, whatever. So by the time they put labels, nutrition tables, and all the stuff on that, you got to think about how much gray area they can go around for the nutrition tables. You know, you got to think about that expiration date and all the stuff like that, whatever, whatever. And all of that comes into account. You got to take all that into account when you just think, why are kids lactose? You know what I'm saying? Like lactose intolerant and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, they I'm used just to saying that all deliver pay- milk in the little glass, but like deliver to your oh, house. You remember? Like, I mean, I'm not saying I was alive then, but I remember seeing, you know, I mean, some pictures and articles and movies and all types of stuff about, you know, them deliver not water, but milk to your house. It's, it's oh, not yeah. interesting something we... to research and think about. Like, they weren't delivering water to your house, they're delivering milk. Hello, nothing Hello. else. But that goes to show right. you how over time how things happen, you know. I mean, I get it, but that's why I say it's coming with the first world country and the machinery. Yeah. The whole factory has the milkman, the whole factory system deliver ice cream and milk and all that mm. stuff to our house. And see, Terry, you probably don't even really remember or realize it, but I'm sure that shit tasted way different back then than it does now, also. Hold up, Terry. Oh, did they ever I, bring you? Did they ever bring you any chocolate milk or strawberry milk or banana milk uh, in, in them glasses? Uh, well, we had chocolate. They brought chocolate milk, but no strawberry milk. Uh, but uh, ours was Sitton's Dairy, and they used to deliver. Uh, we had it deliver once a week, um, every other week, ice cream. And yes, it to- it tastes to- totally different. It tastes totally different yeah, than so. uh, what we would have now. That's why I told you the other a uh, couple months ago. I said. This Dairy Queen ice cream that I eat today does not taste the same as what I remember back in the, back in the day. Yeah, Terry did say that. Formula well, change, wow. I'm sure. But see, when that, when we live in a society that's capitalistic, it's all about money. See, something so small as you know what? Let's use that lower grade of milk in this product can can be the difference between hundreds of thousands of dollars for a company over a year. Just a change of one ingredient or just a change in how long they store it. You know what? We used to say that this has to be out of there for five days, but the way money looking right now, okay, y'all, let's just go ahead and push this out there. We're gonna leave, we're gonna let it stay eight days now before we consider it expired. Because we can't afford to flex these spending account. These companies are starting from a human, right? Like it's not a machine creating a company, it's a human which knows they have family members that's gonna partaking whatever even since we're talking about food just like subway or something with the yoga mat bread and stuff like you know that you're gonna have nieces and nephews and uncles and you know cousins and you know you might can control your immediate family and try to tell who you can but eventually there's gonna be kids having kids that's having kids that's gonna eat this it's gonna be your part of your lineage so therefore i feel like you know it should be like some kind of i guess the morals are gone i don't know man i don't know (laughs) Bruce. Yep. They got me on that health spending account. What do you mean they got you on it? You know, the old boy said there was nothing on that card. Yeah. It's 200 bucks. Okay. (laughs) But so the whole point is, Gene, people can understand stuff like that, but it's all about money. It boils down to the dollar, right? They, I don't, so this is the thing, the same way Terry said earlier, you're an adult, right? See, these people are here at these companies to make money. By the end of the day, if they, when they make this rib meat, no matter how many documentaries say this has got half of a shoe, part of a boot, 
three <laughs> three parts Timberland boot, a little bit of cow meat or whatever. You know what I mean? They know the company's creating it. Know their guidelines that says this percentage of it has to be meat in it for us to call it meat, right? right. They know the guidelines to play in. They hire the engineers to make it taste how they want to taste because it's a business and they're trying to make money. Now, when you say, but what about the kids you go kill or whatever? They like, hey, that's the parents' fault. We're not making you eat this. We're running the company. So it's on the parents to say, let me learn this and learn that and teach my kids and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely understand that. I mean, you hear it all around where there's uh, cussing and music or sex scenes on movies and stuff like that. It's all, hey, you know. Well, so that, that music made me go out and man's right massacre, yeah. 100 people mm -hmm. you so hear grand theft auto video game no i'm just saying like that has been the voice of companies for years like hey it's not us we're just doing this and making money and it's you know if your kids decide to go recreate grand theft auto that's on you if they listen to this music and decide to rage that's on you you know it's been the auto it's just funny when it get close to home that you know sometimes people want to change that you know So the takeaway for the so day. The takeaway for the day, yeah. Man, who got man, somebody got us echoing. So the takeaway I feel like it really should be is what I want under people what I what I want people to understand is the way that you were born don't mean don't necessarily mean that's the way that you have that that you are today, and it's for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not gonna say everybody, you know, don't nobody go out there thinking they can just do whatever they say they heard D do and they're gonna lose all the weight and be healthy, whatever. That's why anytime you're doing a diet or a weight loss thing or a fitness thing or whatever, it's always like talk to your doctor first. Right. right? right. We ain't doctors. We ain't no, we just sitting here telling you what we know was worked for us, what we figured out. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but you may have issue, situations or issues going on now to where you can't do stuff like this. And I feel like it's going to be because of what you've went through as a kid growing up, whatever your whole life journey has made these changes. Right. See, we we weren't born we weren't born like oh my god i just gotta have this sugar or oh my gosh i gotta have this or have that you see what i mean and i think that's the key to really think about oh i like to look at it back in the day like this like okay you know some people believe in cavemen some don't know neanderthals whatever you want to call them but i look back then like okay were they walking around like i got to have the carbs or i gotta have the nope. sugar you know what i'm saying like to me, that's the most nope. basic thing. So when D said, you think about a baby, all they needed was protein and fats. I'm thinking like, yeah, you know what? Just think about back in the day type stuff. That's all. I feel like that's all we got to do. Take it back to that basic. Mm -hmm. Talk to you. And, and one thing, and, and, you know, Terry kind of, he kind of laughed a little bit because he, when you brought up the, how food can cause ADHD. Well, there's a lot of studies and they already did this research. And matter of fact, the military did a lot of studies on this. When you take any animal, they had took they took cats, they took dogs, they took a couple animals, they took them off their they proper diet. Not only did those animals become weak and they died early, they this they kids their um, their their lineage also suffered from a lot of uh, a lot of health complications. Uh, someone was born short, someone was retarded, uh, and that's just one generation. That's just one generation. And then when those animals had their babies, those was even more deformed. You see what I'm saying? Right. So we don't understand how proper, how how much, how important nutrition is to our body and the development. 
you, there is no such thing as you, 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 you know, your, your mom had this. And so you're going to have diabetes. It's not hereditary. Like they say it is. It's about what you eat. When you don't consume the proper nutrition for your body, you're going to have issues. Right. And then your children are going to have the same issue because you didn't eat the proper diet. And it's deep, man. It's but now they eat what you eat. And you be like, it's hereditary. No, no. Everybody in your family eating the same food. <laughs> That's why y'all fat. Your whole family fat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, man. We, uh, <laughs> we, we just lost away. We ain't going to talk about family trees and stuff on here, man. <laughs> uh, listen, listen, y'all. We love the fat audience acting. like we like the fat audience, okay? Right, all right. Listen. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> God. I went a little off of the tangent right there. I'm sorry about that. Boy, they'd be, they be like, you they fat shaming. No, listen. <laughs> BD still half fat. He just a he just a swole fat now. You know, right, what I mean? he in his right. journey. He he you know he in his journey. He done he done came a long way. Mm-hmm. Most people I feel like battle with this journey that they whole life. You know what I mean? It's up down up down up down. And it's because it's hard with our habits and our life and stuff. You know to be consistent over time. I feel like that's the biggest thing for me. Well, let's go ahead and get ready. Well, let's go ahead and get ready to wrap up, y'all. Any last words y'all got? Or anywhere you want to tell them how to follow you on Instagram, Terry. Remember, you T Hinton forty eight, Terry. Yeah, T Hinton forty eight uh, on Instagram. Try, try to eat. Uh, uh, yeah, on Instagram. Okay, and uh, what, what email, are you about to say? Try you about to say try to eat something? What were you about to say? Try to eat healthy. Make your life, make your life better. Okay, and what you got to say? What you got to say, Donny? Uh, you know, I, I just want people to start talking to their kids now, make changes now in the household as far as the health thing goes. It's real serious. Uh, do more research. Uh, you know, every time you pick up your phone, try to get education versus, you know, watching people doing challenges that's non-educational, things like that. So, you know, really just talk to your kids now and, you know, move out the sugar. What you, what you got to say, D? Hold on, Gene. Hey, man, work, can, they, can they follow you anywhere, Gene? Hold on, D. Can they follow you anywhere or what? Yeah, right here on Word Brains Word. I got another podcast. You can catch me on a Bad Luck Boston on Apple, Spotify. Look it up. All right. What you got, say, D? Uh, yeah, follow me on Instagram, Diesel Too Swole. Uh, follow Word Brains Word. I'm going to be out here dropping this knowledge. And, uh, man, stay with my carbohydrates. That's it. <laughs> 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 All right. So. You know, I'm Bruce. Right. You know, make sure y'all follow us on the Word Bring Word. If y'all on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. If you're on just a uh, regular podcast channel, when you get a chance, subscribe on YouTube. You know what I mean? We're going to eventually get to the point to where we got everybody live and center, front face. You know what I mean? So you can see everybody and uh, check us out so we can be a part of having a good time. If y'all got any questions or suggestions of what we can talk about or anything like that, put it in the comments. We'll try to follow up with it. So until then, make sure y'all be healthy and, uh, just do some research for yourself, man. You know, you don't have to listen to everything everybody say mainstream. You don't even have to listen to us. Go research it. You know what I mean? Vet what it is we're saying and, you know, take it, your own thing from it. So, all right, y'all. Until then, we'll holler at y'all. You've been listening to Word Brings Word. It's Bruce's passion to bring in dads and men to give them a place to talk like dads and men or to just come and hang out and have a place to pass the time. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on YouTube at Word Brings Word and find Word Brings Word on all podcast channels. See you next time.